In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the evening everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. And Richard, are you there? Oh, I'm definitely here. All right. Yes. Exactly where is there? That is in my study um, in a medieval motored farmhouse in the middle of Derbyshire. Um, in Derby, or as you call it, Derby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I ain't got no ghosts here, would you believe? No, I haven't. How do honestly. you know? How do you know? Well, I, because, <laughs> because I've been here 24 years, and I'm pretty sure by now that I would have seen one. I don't because know. Because I'm be, frightened. They might be scared of you. So I, I they, should be, they should be scared of me. <laughs> but I, I tell you something, if there were ghosts in this house, I wouldn't be living in it. It's as simple as that. Really? No way, Jose. Hey, <laughs> what about your car? Have you ever heard about haunted cars? Yeah, it's funny you should mention that. Very funny. funny. Uh-huh, or funny peculiar. Funny peculiar, uh-huh. because I, I'm working on something at the moment. Yeah, no, my car isn't haunted, but I know I know of lots of cars that are haunted. Really? And I'm actually, yeah, this is very secret at the moment, uh, very secret. Mm. But I'm, I'm talking to someone in Hollywood at the moment um, about the exact subject that you've just mentioned. Um but I can't say a lot, guys. That's You're okay. going to have to watch this space. That's okay. It's not been done before anyways. When I was growing up, we had my mother the car, so what the hell? No, this is different. This is going to be quite something. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I do know lots of people that have got haunted cars. Um, it's, uh, how can I put it? What is it? An extension of the male ego, isn't it? The car and, and uh, more trauma goes on in the car. More arguments uh, uh, take place in the car between husband and wife. Um, because of the, the the way the the male's driving, um, you know, you, we get in the car, we 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 press the the button and we we lock ourselves in, and then the horns grow, don't they? Interesting, yeah. isn't now, it? In the in the in the United States, the car is now an extension of a woman. So, to get oh home. really? Yeah, women are all driving these big ass uh, SUVs and everything else <laughs> now. My God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, not, you, they're not timid. They're they're more uh, dangerous than the men. That's for damn sure. Oh, well, I, oh, I better be careful what I say here. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I think women have other things on their minds while they're driving. That's the problem. 
whereas we only have the devil in us when we're driving and yeah, how fast yeah, we can yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's true anymore. Maybe, uh, whatever. Anyway, They've got the devil in them. Yes, anyway. I guess I guess we have a problem with the Pararex uh, stream. We can't get on Pararex again. So. Oh, dear, that is a shame. Again, yeah. you'll have to put it down to the third week of being paranormal. I'm going to have to pop over there and let them know that uh, we can't get on the stream again. But anyways... Uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I know, but we actually had a question from uh, someone in the Tojinet chat room. By the way, the number here is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. And uh, Iona, whoa, wait a minute, Pararex is working. Well, welcome, Pararex. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome yeah. back, welcome back. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Moving right along, uh, hmm. first of all, did you survive that that uh, radio interview with uh, oh. Spooky South Coast? There? Spooky South Coast. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was three o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Three, and, and I I set the alarm at quarter to three. Uh, I actually did go to bed and then got up again. Oh, you did. Um, and it was yeah. And they said what sort of watch the dawn rise, and it was. It was just coming up as I went to bed. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. They, they're a great, great bunch of guys, aren't they? Yeah, um, I think I better do something when you come over if you've got the time. Oh, come on, I'd love to. Uh, but I mean, I tell you what, you see, the thing is, I think it was it Tim, the, the main. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim talks my language. <laughs> he, he believes that some of the things I I, I say are, are possibly true. Uh, <laughs> possibly true. Oh, oh, come on! It can only ever be possibly. Um, you know how many times I use the word perhaps. But he was, uh, yeah. He, I think I've got an ally there. Um, so I'd very much like to talk some more with him. I, it, it was great. I really enjoyed it, Ron. It was, yeah, it was fun. It took me two hours to get to the stupid ass place. But uh, <laughs> no, he did. Yeah. You know, and that by the time I got home, it was you know. You were kind of, I don't know, kind of weird figuring your five hours difference. I don't know. I, I can't figure that out in the world yet. No, I, I have I have a, the same problem, to be quite honest with you. It, it's very difficult. But, you know, we get we get around it. I don't understand how it happens, but it's is it something to do with the sun or the moon? or I, I, I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very disturbing. That's all I know is when we did that Halloween special with uh, the U.K. And, and Australia, that was just way beyond my mind to comprehend. Oh, God, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it's rather funny, because two, two years ago I came over t to the States and went on to the Queen Mary uh, for, the, for the Ghost Fest that they organized. And it was the night, I don't know if you've heard of it in England, we have a thing called um, a Children in Need. Um, huge show uh, um, in November when I was there. Huge, huge show. Um, that we raised something like, something, we can bring up to sort of like 20 million pounds in in one night uh and people do all sorts of silly things and and i volunteered to spend the night in, in cabin 340 the, the the very haunted cabin of the queen mary yeah. and i was trying to get them to stream it live apart from the fact that we were seven hours difference in time so it was useless it just didn't work no, <laughs> they'd gone to bed that's the thing about time and space and geography you're just kind of wacky it, it's strange, but of course it's all it's all man-made. Yeah, uh, we, I mean we'll just have to talk about Tony Ainsworth about this. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, yeah. Because he need he's got it all. So we need to get him back on again, Ron, because he's uh, he's a great guy. He's got some fascinating he ideas. Just, he just needs to be like sitting on tax or something to get him a little zip in his. 
Yeah, yeah. Come on, I know, I, I know exactly what you mean. But I mean, I, I believe, oh, no, I believe he's been good. quite poorly. He's, he's been quite poorly, I think, in the in the oh, past. Oh. Yeah, I think so, and I think that may be part of 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 might be. But uh, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. You know, you <laughs> you, want, you want to get him a sort of a, a, a glass of Red Bull or something. To yeah, I don't him. know. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, but he's, he's regardless of that, so long as you can stick with it, he's he's a very interesting guy, and he's oh, got some fascinating ideas about the whole subject of you know what ghosts really are, hasn't he? The only problem I have, yeah. I'll be honest with you, and Tony, if you're listening, I mean it in the nicest way possible. Uh, he's got these fascinating ideas about about obviously Earth energies and and what you know what could cause what we call ghosts. Uh, which I find fascinating, and, th and then in the next breath he tells me that the other day he saw the Archangel Gabriel, and I think, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what the heck I was going to say? Oh yes, uh, we had a uh, a uh, remark from the uh, Toji Net chat room. They wanted to know when your book was going to be out. Well, listen to me. I, I'm desperate to. I'm trying very hard to actually get an American uh, printer to get some done for me when I'm actually over with you. Really? Because yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, it actually it, it actually comes out in England um, when I come back from 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 you in in middle of September. But it's 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 ready. It's done. The cover's done, everything's done, and I've got this fantastic guy um, called Dan Kennedy in um, in Connecticut that can actually do me um, copies on demand, uh, uh -huh. and he's trying to get them. Literally, I mean, he's actually, would you believe, he's actually coming up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, on Thursday. And, and the, the file's just gone off to him to see if he can actually get some done for me. Really? Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a book... I tell you what, we we should be. It's a shit. Because when does your book come out, Ron? My book comes out September first. Oh, there you see. So, well, I'm just about, just about. No, I, I think I'll still be, I'll still be there in there. I was going to say it would be really nice if if we could have done a a joint book signing session. Yeah, it would have been great. But I don't think it's going to happen because we're just. But anyway, this guy's trying to get me. So I may well have some with me, or I may have to go and pick some up. Um. When I'm actually, when I arrive. Okay. Uh, so I might have some, so we may, please God, please God, may be able to do some, some, some book signings uh, while I'm with you, uh, and the book should be ready. Wait, and, and, go on. You just said, please God. Now, this is the guy that blames the church for everything, and you're saying, please God? <laughs> yeah, well, listen, listen, well, any, no, any port in a storm, my friend. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> yeah, any port in a storm. Uh, you never know. And as we get closer, as we get closer to the to the abyss, uh, we all start to think, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, you never know. Uh, listen, listen. I, I do blame the church for it. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. that, that oh, how can I put it? Um, I'm not saying that there is. I mean, that there is. I believe in a creator. Right? I, I was a Freemason um, for quite a few years, and when when they when they actually interviewed me uh, to see whether they were going to let me in or not, they said to me, "Do you believe in God?" And I said, "Well, I believe in a creator of some form. Call him, call him God. Or sorry, why should he be a man? <laughs> but call it it God um, or or Jehovah or 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 Muhammad or actually he was a prophet, wasn't he? Or or, or whatever. Well, uh, we we all... don't know that. We really don't know." 
No, but but uh, what? Yeah, exactly. But I believe there's something. But since since my researchers, I've now had a bit of a problem because what I'm what I say to people is number one, what is beyond infinity, and number two, if there is a creator, who created the creator? Yeah. Hey, so tell me that one. That's called belief. You have to believe that we was always there. I know, I know, no. but it's a bit like being at school and having things drilled into no, you. But you uh, yeah, but... You must believe. Exactly. I do believe in something. I believe, but, I mean, let's face it this way. This is good. I'm enjoying this. Well, I don't really want to get into religion too much because... No, I don't. No, 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 I don't. I don't. But, I mean, but, but the existence... What are, you, what are you talking about? It has to be always there. Because no one could ever create it. You could always go back farther and farther and farther. Who created the creator? The creator, oh, no. the creator, the creator. I know, so, I know. I mean, it's just got to been always there. I mean, it's it's so it's so hard to comprehend that we can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know we can't, but but we're trying. We're try, we're very trying. And I just think that that you know, of course, we'll never get to the bottom of, or will we? I don't know. Well, I mean, probably, I, probably when we die. I mean, well, we will. Oh, we will, because I, I tell you what, I, I believe beyond beyond everything, Ron, that there is something else, that we definitely go on to something else. You know, as far as I'm concerned, there is no such thing as, as just darkness and, and, and forever and ever, and that's the end of it. No, there I mean, is something. Because I've had a near-death experience, I, I kind of, you know, believe that there there is something else. But, mm. uh, you know... Yeah, I but, haven't, it, but know, I've spoken to people that have. You know, you know Richard... Um, you heard of Madonna before, and I don't mean the religious Madonna. Yeah, the, the Madonna, the pop singer. Yeah, the pop singer, right? Yeah. She, she sings this song, uh, uh, like a prayer, right? Yep. And there's a line in it, and I always use this when people ask me, you know, if you had a near-death experience, what's it like? Yeah. And, and uh, in a line in it, it says it feels like home. And and that, wow. to me, is, is what it likes. If, if I was going to go, that's what it feels like. It feels like going home. You're going home. home. Yeah. So, anyways, we actually have a question from the Toji Net. Yes, yes. Channel. Then let's get back on to this, because I want to know more about your, your NDE. Yeah, I well, really no, do. We'll get on to that another day. Anyways, ah, come on. We have, we have a question in the, okay, uh, okay. in the chat room. Um, this is for both of us. Uh, it says, we used some dowsing rods in our home and located an energy line running through it. Yes. What could it be? An obvious one might be water. But recently we built an extension and located an old rubbish tip of various interesting items going back to the Victorian age era. Oh. Excuse me. A Victorian's child's shoe being one of them. Any thoughts? Wow. Well, what, what, you, do you want to go first? I like to see what you but then I can yeah, tear okay. it apart, okay. you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I'm a great believer in, in energy lines, uh, with, with ley lines. As they, 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 I presume it's the same thing over there, is it? A guy called Alfred Watkins in uh, 1921, I think, um, started um, getting ordnance survey maps and plotting out sacred sacred sites, yeah. such as in England, of course, standing stones, uh, stone circles, burial sites, and churches. And, and realized that, that when he drew a straight line along, well, when he, when he joined them up, they were all in a straight line. Um, and all these were sacred energy sites. Um, and he called them ley lines, um, L-E-Y, ley lines. And they, they, he believes that what they were, were, were a little bit something similar to a, a power line that, that obviously electricity goes along above us. Um, 
that were that have always been there, but but prehistoric man knew a lot more about them than, than, than probably we do. Used them as sort of uh, communication lines, followed them, walked along them, and of course they became trackways, and then eventually modern modern roads, if you like. So roads like we have the M1 and what have you follow ley lines, and they are energy lines, and they are people are much more prone to seeing seeing ghosts, for want of a better word, if if they live on. Uh, a site that has a ley line going through it, if they've got more than one going through it, where they join, you have an even more energetic site, if you like. Uh, and my city of Derby, which I've, well, has been the, the most haunted city in Great Britain, is almost in the centre of Great Britain and has that many ley lines going through the centre of it. I mean, isn't that subjective, though, as the most haunted city in thing? I mean, Edinburgh could certainly say that, and you yeah, know, you're right. Other ones. I mean, one that in itself can't too. But. Yeah, and York for years was. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But but all I've done is is sort of come up with with reasons uh, why. And one of the reasons is 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 a uh, there are seven underground streams flowing through the centre of Derby, a river going through the centre, and in in Roman times six roads converged on this place called Derby. In other words, you know, they, they were, it's an energy source. And, and as, as Mr. What's it, as our friend uh, said earlier, you know, we were talking about him earlier, Tony Ainsworth, um, that's what it's all about, earth energies um, emanating from the earth. And I, and I think that, 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 that ley lines, that's what they are, earth energies, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, ley lines, uh, we had just, I just uh, got back from Conk, and it looks like uh, Ghost Hunt with you is going to be at the events. Concord. Now, do you know anything about the old Nance? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I know, I now know quite a bit about Concord. Okay. Um, uh, for a start, how to pronounce it, <laughs> um, rather than Concord, as I used to call it. I actually don't know about the Mance, No, um, I, I know about the North Bridge. Um, no, I know North Bridges on the Mance property are pretty close to the Mance property. The house was actually belonged uh, to Thoreau. And right. it, was, it was the center of the transcendental uh, movement. And also, uh, there's a rock on there where ley lines, several ley lines go through. And oh. people come from all over the world to sit in this silly little rock and uh, have their energy, whatever, done to them. But oh. Oh, this, 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 this house is actually, uh, you know, it, uh, it's a, what's the word? It's a, an American... Uh, uh, historical, more than a landmark. It's, it's monument. It's almost a history. I mean, it, it, I mean, the glass. They have actually, uh, you know, words written by uh, Thoreau's wife with their diamond ring enclosed. And I mean, there's a two Gosh. million dollar organ in there. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, this is the original house in the original shape with original furniture. Oh, sorry. I mean, it's not one of the, ha the, the sort of the farms or houses where they were st where, where the British were coming to looking for weapons or anything like that, is it? Because that's why they came to Concord, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, this, it is, this is actually the most uh, it's most of a historic landmark in Massachusetts. Ah, that's fantastic. Uh, the North Bridge is on the property. That's what there are three British uh, soldiers buried there. Uh, oh. Who, one who was uh, tomahawked to death. Um, Oh, this is by the um, the, the, the lad that, that, that actually thought he was he was a wounded British soldier, wasn't he? 
and um, this this lad was, was walking by or something, had a tomahawk with him, and and was well. They say they say that 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 he was in fear of 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 his life from the British soldier, and so he, as you say, tomahawked him to death. Wow. Um, you see, I, 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 I'm, I'm a dab hand of talking about dousing, and as this guy asked earlier um, from the chat room. Um, I it was a woman. Oh, I do apologise. Oh, I called her a chap. But chaps in Britain can be male or female. Uh, but you said guy. Did I say guy? Oh, I do apologise. I do apologise. Then I, <laughs> I meant to say chap. Uh, I do apologise, but I was I was talking American. Um, yeah, I've taught myself um, to to use um, dousing rods, um, um, a dab hand with the dousing crystal, uh, and I've also taught myself to use um, the old uh, a hazel twig. Uh, and a rowan twig, which is, you know, like the fork twig, which right. was the original ones. Right. And and I have this uh, rather fascinating uh, trick, trick, but it's not a trick at all, where I, you actually put your hand on, on an, an energetic stone, uh, usually a standing stone, like, you know, on Stonehenge, and the dousing crystal gyrates backwards and forwards like you wouldn't believe. And, and I get the most unbelievable tingling sensation in my left hand as I'm touching the stone. Really? And remember, I'm, I'm not, you know that, I'm not in any way sensitive, psychic, mediumistic, or no, anything. But we all are. I think we yeah, are. Yeah, we are. And, and, and you know what's interesting, and, and you keep saying that, but uh, and you brought up an interesting thing about our ancestors and how they were able to determine the ley lines and so yeah. forth. I think it's parts of our brains that we no longer use that's always been there. I mean, yeah. Uh, something instinctively in it that we you're have, right. But, uh, you're right. Uh, you, uh, you you realise that in twenty years how difficult it will be for us to find our way anyway anywhere without sat nav. Well, you know Same what they're thing. saying. They're saying that writing will absolutely disappear. It will so. because we, all we do is type it out, and before long we'll be using voice type instead, which is we talk to the machine and, and it takes it in. Um, we're just becoming more and more lazy and using less and less of of the the powers, for want of a better word, that we used to use. Um, but, but yeah, so I'm really, really, really looking forward to, to, to going to the manse because, as I say, I, all that I do is I have this dousing crystal, hold it in my right hand, uh, and then put my, let someone say when, and I put my, my hand on a, on a stone, uh, rock or, or whatever, and then the, the crystal starts to gyrate. Um, and the moment I take my hand off it, it stops. Put it back on, and it goes again. It's just like sticking your fingers into a into a plug socket in the wall. Yeah, it's, uh, this should awesome. be a really an interesting event. Uh, I know I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, you know, you think of the history of the house, and, and but we'll not only be doing the house, we'll be we'll by the North Bridge as well. Oh. And I, I imagine <laughs> you there with those uh, three, with a red coat, three red coats, right? And, and am I going to have a red coat? No, we can't get you one. Oh, come on! No, I was going to get you a red hat, but they have nothing to fit your head. <laughs> listen, no, listen, this has to... Surely there's going to be somebody out there that's got a reenactor that, that can lend me a, a, um, a, a British uniform. I, I have put the word out, and there are no takers at this time. They're, they're very, very... Uh... Go on. Uh, possessive of their uniforms. Oh, come on. It's for a good cause. Yeah, well... I'd have to bring one with me, then. Gonna have to bring something with you, that's for sure. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's 
that should be an exciting. That's thing really exciting. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But you also mentioned somewhere else near at Concord um, that we, we, we'd be going to where you did, didn't you? I did. You did an inn, a pub, or, or somewhere that. Oh, you mean the Concord Inn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a fascinating place. That's one of the chapters in our book. Actually, Ghost Chronicles. Oh, really? September. Uh, I actually spent the night in Haunted Room 24 and with two cameras running on me all the time. Yeah. Anything happen? Of course. The bed of moved. course. Yeah. Sorry? The bed moved? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Violently, twice. So that was good. Oh, that's good. Were you in it? Uh, yes, I was. My wife was, too, but she was dead to the world. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good. I'd like to see. Have you got some footage of that? Uh, you're going to laugh, but I had two camcorders running, and this all happened after the tape ran out. Oh, it's always the same. Always the same. Amazing, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. these these things happen. These things happen. Yeah, this is going to be good. I'm, uh, but I say I need to. So we need to put it out. We need. I need a red coat when I'm there. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that that, yes. that event is uh, people can still sign up for. I think there is a couple openings left on that. That sounds really exciting. And, and of course, the the big event of which I, I'm kind of excited for is. Uh, uh, the one at the Worthen on Monday, or Tuesday, yeah. excuse me, Tuesday. That's and right. uh, that is really cool because that was the haunt of Edgar Allan Poe. Indeed. And also Jack Kerouac. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's really, and it has the it, the pan, fan system is the only one that's still in the original uh, building in the United States at the uh, Belchervin. Uh, and it's a bar too, so a pub. Oh, really? So, I mean. Oh, that should be really good. I'm really looking forward to that because obviously you, you know the connection. Well, you don't probably don't know the connections that I have with with Lowell, Massachusetts, um, guy that um, was actually fought in a red coat, unfortunately, um, fought in the um, Peninsula Wars uh, against Napoleon. A guy called Kirk Boot, uh, and he was actually born in Derby, my Derby. Uh, and was one of the co-founders of um, of Lowell, Massachusetts. Really? Um, and the, the church that I, funnily enough, that I was standing outside last night doing a ghost story uh, called St. Michael's Church in Derby, um, the church of St. Anne's in Lowell is an exact replica of, of our church in Derby because that's where Kirk Boot was married um, in Derby, England, and then moved out to uh, um, Massachusetts and, and co-founded... Lowell, would you believe? And, and I'm meeting the mayor. I, I rang the mayor the other day of Lowell, um, Bud Caulfield, and he's he's invited me to come to a, a council meeting in Lowell, and he wants to meet me. I'm really very excited about that. And I have um, a newspaper. Um, Does it fit your schedule, I hope. Sorry. Does it fit your schedule a council meeting? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're trying to they're trying to fix it up for Tuesday. Uh, probably in the afternoon ah. before before we do the Worthen um, at night, which is great news. And uh, I had a phone call from the Lowell Sun, uh, and they're ringing me back um, tomorrow afternoon, four o'clock, to do an interview. Excellent. So it's great. I'm really Ron. It's going beautifully. I'm really excited by it all. I can't wait. This time next week, of course, we'll be in the Worthen, won't we? Uh, we will be. That's right. And I hope you know people what? come and see me. You realise we have our show at three o'clock. Yeah, I do realize that. So but, of course... We're going to we'll have to broadcast live in the bar or something. Ah, that could be something. That would be really good, wouldn't it? Uh, but, of course, it's great because it's going to be 3 o'clock instead of 8 o'clock for me. So, uh, 
Yeah, in fact, it's so funny because I was only thinking um, this afternoon, how are we going to do the the, the show when well, I'm in the world? Guys, we got to take a break. So keep okay, we'll be right back. If the Talk to you later. On OkiNet and PowerX Radio. Welcome to TokiNet, radio with a cutting edge. <laughs> the vault is open. You're listening to The Haunted Headlines, your source for the stories making waves in the paranormal news. Sponsored by GhostVillage.com at www.GhostVillage.com backslash news. Good evening, I'm Chris Balzano, and you're listening to the return of the Haunted Headlines, Ghost Village's somewhat weekly journey around the paranormal newswire to bring you the biggest stories affecting the ghost community. This week, we're starting on the police blotter, as two different groups of ghost hunters were caught illegally trespassing in the Northeast. The first comes out of the famous haunted town of Salem, Massachusetts, where the Salem News reports three teenagers from nearby Revere, Mass., were caught trying to break into Old Salem Jail. The property is currently under construction, with the location, long the home of ghost sightings and stories, will be turned into an apartment complex. The three reportedly jumped the fence, looking to confirm the haunted rumors. No details have been released on the future of the charges for the trespassers. The second comes out of Cedar Grove, New Jersey, where another abandoned building, this time the Essex County Hospital Center, was the scene of the crime. Six investigators between the ages of 18 and 29 were caught in the hospital and charged with trespassing and obstruction of administration of the law, according to Philly.com. At press time, it was unclear whether the group were a group of investigators or someone who was running a tour on a location that is historically known to be haunted in the area. We are also currently looking for more information on a group of teens out of Texas who have caught doing something similar, so make sure to keep on clicking on the Ghost Village News section as more details are released. Perhaps the two biggest stories this week, however, have been the publishing of convincing ghost photos out of Rhode Island and a town outside Lincoln, England. The Rhode Island picture was convincing enough to slow down the workings of a local radio station out of East Providence. According to WPRI.com, a caller phoned into Light 105 and shared with them a picture she had taken from her cell phone of her young niece. The child clearly has an older woman standing behind her, although the caller claims no one else was in the room when the photo was shot. The picture is so clear it has to be staged fraud or something paranormal, and the debate has been raging for almost a week now. In addition to picking up the story, other media outlets have been hosting online debates and polls about the photo. And lastly tonight, according to a repeated report, who seems to have its original source in the Lincolnshire Echo, investigators appear to have captured an urban legend come to life on film. Sources say the spirit of a former member of the Women's Auxiliary Air Force of England has been haunting a base she served on 60 years ago. The woman died decades ago, and the base has since been closed, but that has not stopped people from seeing her spirit near the scene of the accident. Now, the Spalding Paranormal Investigation Team thinks they have captured her on camera. Through a thick cloud of smoke, something can be seen, but it is not immediately clear if it is the same figure who has been flagging down cars to ask for help with her injured boyfriend for more than 50 years. You can go to ghostvillage.com and click on the news section to see a link to the picture and judge for yourself. 
Thank you for listening in to the Haunted Headlines. That's all we have for this week. You can find out more about these stories and others by going to the news section of Ghost Village at www.ghostvillage.com backslash news. I'm Chris Balzano. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. So what you think of that one about England? I'm fascinated by that, absolutely, because I did, I did a DVD um, on haunted Lincolnshire, um, ah. and I did about four airfields, um, including one that my father was was uh, stationed on during the during the war. And um, there are so many ghost stories um, to do with these these airfields; you wouldn't believe it. All right. um, I need to. I will obviously be going on to ghostvillage.com and having a look at the picture and getting in touch with them. Yeah, it sounds really good. Fascinating. Anyways. Um uh know where people can get in touch with Tony? Uh, there was actually a couple questions in the chat room about Tony Ainsworth. Um, gosh, I, I can. I don't okay. actually. Um, he's he's actually. I tell you what. If anybody wants to Skype him, he. he oh, no, they no. They'd have no. They can't do that unless I gave them his um, Skype address, which I don't have. Um, if they can get it, if they get in touch with me at. Um, Richard at FelixFilms.net, um, I can pass their messages on to him. Okay. Or, or I'll give them his, his, his email address, whichever. Um, but I don't have it with me at this okay. moment. Not a problem. Anyways, without further ado, why don't we bring our guest on? You are listening to Ghost Crying Girls International, and joining us right now is Mr. Thomas D'Agostino, who's an author and paranormal investigator. Hi there. How you doing? <laughs> Very well. How are you? I'm doing fine, fine. It's great to be on. <laughs> yes, nice to have you. Tom has written Thanks. several books, including Haunted Massachusetts, Haunted Rhode Island, Haunted uh, New Hampshire, Abandoned Villages, uh, Ghost Ships, and whatever, and <laughs> many books. Wow. And a travel guide to Haunted New England. That's the latest one. Oh, all right. And those can be found, of course, on Amazon. And, and in fact, there's a lot of those on the Any Ghost Project website that you get them through there as well, and, uh, which is Any Ghost Project at AnyGhostProject.com. But anyways, Tom actually works with his wife, uh, who is a professional photographer, who can actually... The, the cool thing about her is she can make uh, photographs and debunk them, you know, actually show how they can be debunked, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. We actually, sometimes we actually stage photographs so we can do that. <laughs> which is interesting, don't you think, uh, Richard? Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. I actually missed some of that. I, I don't know whether you... Did you get a lot of static on, on, air, on air then? Oh, uh, yeah. Just, just me. I, I think that was on Tom's phone, but that's all right. Is, is that cell phone, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's that's kind of the problem. But anyways, uh, his wife is a professional photographer, and sometimes they stage photos to actually show how they can be created uh, yeah. uh, differently sometimes. So yeah, that's fascinating. Tom, I, Tom, I mean, I, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a skeptic that believes in ghosts, right? Uh, and I'm a skeptic that that believes that that the vast majority of ghost photographs, as you've you've just said, can be. Can be concocted, can be faked, um, and I'm not. I'm not a great believer in being able to to take a, a photograph of a ghost 
Because I believe that if three people are looking at, it, at looking at something and only one of them sees a ghost, uh, then it's in their perception, and I don't see how you can take a photograph of what only one person sees and the other two don't see. What? What? what I mean, what does your wife think of that? Well, uh, actually, she's, she would agree with you in, in you know many cases, as we both know that. I mean, there's so many ways and so many things that, like as you said, you're a skeptic and who believes in ghosts. Uh, we've had like so many different. We've seen residual hauntings. We've seen apparitions. We've seen mist. We've seen orbs. And to see that many different aspects, who's to say a camera can or will not catch them as well? Mm. So I, I know. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Does the yeah. camera? In other words, the camera has to be on the same wavelength, for want of a better word, as the apparition. It could be the case, or the light. Yeah, the light length. You know, or whatever the lighting. Um, the, mm. uh, my wife is a professional. She knows all the <laughs> she knows all the technical stuff about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but um, these because we've taken pictures of stuff and we didn't see it, but it came out on the camera and it was also on the negative as well. Yeah. And yeah. then we've uh, you know seen stuff and we've taken pictures and she says like it, uh, what I see and what the camera sees. We've you know you try to take a picture of the moon and it's huge in the sky and then when you get the picture developed it looks like a pin dot. <laughs> mm. Wow. So it's all I mean, relative to the lens and the you know the eye of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what's your take on 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 orbs? Um, orbs. Hmm. Well, uh, well, we've mm-hmm. actually seen orbs. I mean, you can. You, my thing about orbs is, any time I've ever taken a picture of a real orb or actually seen them, a real orb, you can actually see them because if they're balls of energy and they're glowing, they're not invisible. Uh, mm-hmm. Ron and I and Arlene. I've actually seen orbs in the Houghton Mansion. I mean, we were counting them at one point in the basement. This is with the, with the naked eye? With the naked, with the eye. naked eye. With the naked wow. eye, yes. Wow. Well, a lot of people get these, what they call orbs today, because with the advent of digital cameras, you know, anyone can yes. go out and buy one for $100. They yeah. have yeah. digital zooms, which means it automatically focuses on whatever's moving. And right. you get a dust ball falling, and it's going to zoom right in on it. Really? But tell me, get yourself a high-powered torch and, and, and switch it on in, in any room, and you will see thousands of dust particles, so what's orbs. Your, what's, what's your point there, uh, My point is, when you, when you actually press the, 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 the button on the, on the digital camera, why doesn't it pick up the thousands of, of dust particles that are floating by the lens? Why does it only pick one? Good question. Oh, Oh, we've got them. We've gotten ones with thousands, and it depends on how much dust has been kicked up and how long it's been to settle. Yeah, but what I would say is, there's very seldom one dust particle floating near. Because uh, I know what people are saying. They're saying it's it's the one that's closest to the camera lens. But right. but there must be thousands close to it. And I don't. I mean, I've I've had take, personally taken photographs where I've seen like a snowstorm um, of, of of orbs, uh, which are probably dust particles i don't know for me the jury's out i'm, I'm not saying there's that they're not spirit souls or or, or energy sources but I, i'm just sort of going on what what professional photographers tell me um that you know it's dust yeah it's, um orbs usually have like a nucleus because they have an energy body like the sun yeah. you know and they emanate energy outward 
So you yeah. can pretty much see that compared to like something you can see straight through, which would be a uh, dust. And and it's the dust particle is being magnified. Obviously, uh, is not clear. It becomes mm. Uh, mm. from the aperture of the lens. I think is what it what uh, um, if I'm saying my terminology correctly. Again, Aline is the professional. She, <laughs> I leave it up to her because I, 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 I get a lot of pictures of haunted thumbs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It, it, it's something that, that, like I say to people, um, you know, perhaps, perhaps it is an energy source, perhaps an orb. Cause they, people say, oh, it's, it's the first manifestation of a spirit. And I think, yeah, okay, well, but, but where's the second? Where's the second coming? You know, what happens next? And, and nothing seems to. Well, why well, couldn't it be spirit energy in itself? Why does it have that, to be Thank you. Perception? Thank you. In other words, is that Tinkerbell? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with right. you. Absolutely. Right. And, and yeah. we've, on the program before now, we've, we've you know, on Most Haunted, we, we've had orbs that, that, that respond when you talk to them. Right. You know, would you do that again? And it does. I've actually, I've actually chased an orb, not only with my eye, but with an EMF meter. Really? Well, in other words, you've seen it with the naked eye. So I with the naked eye and picked up the readings with the EMF meter and actually followed it. And it led me like to a dark... Uh, I ended up in, a, in a, like a closet that went uh, along the, the side of a house that like mm. only a child could be in. And uh, it, it was interesting. Then it just went into the wall and disappeared. Gosh, now that's good. And that's really it, at good. At the same time, the EMF reading, reading stopped. So when it disappeared? When it disappeared. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd say Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but here's something to think about. Maybe these orbs that you see, they are spirit energy, and it's trying to manifest, but that's all they can muster up out of the uh, atmosphere. Yep, you could be wrong. Oh, yep. In other words, there isn't enough energy for them to do anything more than right. just be. And they do seem to have, they do seem to have a structure when you when you blow them up on on the computer or whatever. Um, so perhaps, but then again, does a dust particle have have a structure uh, uh, when it's blown up? Hmm. Well, this, we've seen many of them. They they end up usually kind of being round, and I have no clue why. Or uh, some sort of like not really round, round. But I think maybe when they get by the time they get blown up, or the zoom zooms in on them, mm. it's made them round just because of the the lack of focal clarity. Yeah, yeah, could be. But again, as I say, I'm I'm not I'm I am I am a bit of a doubting Thomas, but <laughs> I I have one hell of an open mind, yeah. and. You know, I'm 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 really not sure. Um, there could well be something in it, as I've just said. They could be Tinkerbell. That could be the light source, the energy source that the spirit becomes. Yeah, one, we've experimented actually with dust balls and um, trying to create orbs out of them using yep. uh, cheap digital cameras, three or four different ones, and SLR and 35 millimeters. And mm. the only ones that actually caught the dust, we we, we saw the dust falling. We were actually hitting an old rafter. The only ones that actually caught the dust and made them look like orbs was the uh, cheap digital cameras. The SLR and the 35 millimeter only got dust falling. <laughs> you see, like wow. of light from the like shaft, you know, from the dust. Mm. Doesn't it make you wonder? Yeah. I mean, I, I was um, I was at a um, ghost fest in Edinburgh last year. Did a talk, and at the end of the night, the lady said, "What's your take on dust?" Oh, sorry, what's your take on orbs? And, and and I couldn't didn't say a word. And this guy at the back of the audience said, "It's dust." 
He said, I'm a professional photographer, and you buy yourself a, a, a high-quality, expensive lens, and you'll never see an orb again. And I said, fine, well, okay, that's his, that's his take, you know. Well, they're there, they're out there, we've seen them, I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, but to see have... them with the naked eye is something great, I've never, I never have. Yeah, it, it, I remember the time with, with, uh, with Tom was talking about, we were in the basement of the Hoot Mansion, and it was like uh, 3 o'clock, and it was some ridiculous time in the morning anyway. <laughs> and we were just sitting there in a circle, I think it was four of us, uh, in the dock, and we could see them. And we actually chased them, and uh, the spots where they were, we ran into this very, very cold spot, uh, you know, where we were getting different readings. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was interesting. That's convincing. That's great. Yeah, when you got four people seeing them, just pointing their fingers and saying, there's one. <laughs> wow. We following it. You know, following it across the room, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But tell me, Tom, I mean, the fact that, that um, you know, obviously Massachusetts, um, New England, is is obviously as old, I presume, as anywhere, uh, as old as anywhere in, in the U.S., is it? I mean, uh, are there more hauntings in, 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 in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, um, than perhaps there are in, in, in Ohio or, or Tennessee? It, well, it, it would appear that way, and perhaps it is because of the uh, antiquity of the area. And there was an also a lot of—I mean, there was a lot of violent upbringing here from the settlings mm -hmm. of the first colonists. You know, the the Indians we got along the Indians fine, or I should say, the settlers did. And then there was wars, wars from King Philip. Actually, before King Philip's wars, there were some. But King Philip's uh, in 1675, right on French and Indian wars up until what the 1800s. Yeah. So you have a lot of you have a lot of scarring that way, and New England also has is a bountiful area of quartz crystals and underground streams, which create oh, natural does batteries. It? Aha! Mm -hmm. All right, you're talking my language now. <laughs> mm. So we're possibly talking of, of some of them being recordings of the tra of the traumas that took place. Yeah, or even just moments. You know, and it doesn't yes. have to be traumatic because us being investigators here. I tell everyone that um, the majority of ghosts that Arlene and I have ever seen are residual. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't just have to be a trauma. It can be any form of emotion that, right. that can, you know, if, it, if it's energetic enough, for want of a better word, can cause um, a residual recording in the, in the quartz crystal, in the, in the earth, um, in the buildings, uh, or even in the water. Exactly, and we get so many legends and stories of places that are ponds and near lakes and streams and areas like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, Richard, you would you would like uh, Tom because Tom not only just you know goes to where he hears about haunting, he actually does the research behind it. Uh, for instance, Ramtail Factory, which is uh, an official haunted uh, site in uh, Rhode Island, uh, he actually found exactly where it was where most people. Don't even know where it was. Is yeah. that correct, Tom? Yes, we actually even located an old picture of it after it burned down. Wow. Yeah, See, that's what I'm all about. I'm going into the you know ghosts and history go together. Um, oh yeah. And that's what it's all about. Oh yeah, they do. They do. How could you know what to expect or what is without knowing what was? Oh, thank you. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Do you live in um, Do you live in the area? I live in, yeah, I live in New England, yeah, I live in, uh, on the Connecticut-Rhode Island line. All right. 
Right. Okay. We may in a haunted house, Richard. In a haunted oh, house. Yeah. You, you very brave man. <laughs> right. Yeah, It'd be nice to meet up while I'm over there. <laughs> yeah, we so you're not frightened of ghosts? What? Oh, you're not no, frightened of ghosts? I'm not frightened at all. Oh, no. I am. No, I'm, I'm the fool who runs toward the danger. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm the fool that runs away. <laughs> you know, what's really funny is uh, my son has gone to a few investigations, which, as, as I have as well, but um, my son stayed over their house a couple of times, and right. I think the only time they were ever frightened... Uh, Arlene and uh, uh, Ron actually ran into themselves. Wasn't that right? Something like that, Tom? Oh, yeah, because the bathroom is around the corner. We have these big, long hallways. And yeah. Arlene was rounding one side of the corner, and Ron was rounding the other, and they both ran into each other. And I, I heard this, both of them scream. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, brave ghost hunters over here. <laughs> you didn't wow. in your so- own house at 10 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see my, my son takes after my wife and not me. Yeah, obviously. There you go. So, what what have you got in the house, Tom? What 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 sort of what ghosts have you got? Uh, the former owners. Oh right. Yeah, it was once a um, it was also once a convalescent home, so maybe some of them are in there too. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of stuff happens. We've heard a woman's voice, a man's voice. Uh, uh, they've recorded different voices. Uh, we've seen the apparitions walking across the rooms in the uh, sitting in chairs. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I thought one was my wife one time. She thought one was me. Yeah, the dog yeah. chased after one. Good grief! And is it? Tell me, is it a is it a wooden house or or a brick built house? It's wood. It right. was an original farmhouse from the early 1800s, and then in the early 20th century, they made a they built it into a Victorian. They they have the old. You can see the old foundation, the field stone with the old yeah. timbers, and then, boom, they just built upwards, much like the Wyndham restaurant was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. started out as a small farmhouse and got built into a beautiful federal building. Wow. So so there's every possibility okay. that we're talking we're talking of, of, an, of an intelligence that's haunting your house, someone that's oh, yeah. chosen to stay. Oh, yeah. The neighbors have even seen it. Whoa. Yeah, and the, and the people who come over, they experience, there's no, like, it's just, just no end. Ron stayed over there, Ron, Ron's son, and yep. he said if he heard the children running in the hall. Ah, <laughs> oh, say. And we don't have children. <laughs> That's fantastic. But have you ever, so your wife, obviously being a, um, a professional photographer, has she taken pictures in the house and got something? Uh, we haven't gotten anything in the house. Shame. Uh, either, well, we, actually, we don't take that many pictures in the house. So we, no, so be, being a photographer, she probably wouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't think we have taken pictures in the house. We haven't gotten anything, although we've had a lot happen. But yeah, we yeah. do have some pictures she has taken of, of things, and right. uh, they are rather, rather strange. <laughs> yeah. This is in, in, in other places? Yeah. Wow. And, and she's not afraid of ghosts either. She's been picked up. She's had stuff uh. dropped on her. She's had a camera smashed out of her hands. Uh, into pieces, and that was at the Houghton Mansion. Really? Something, yeah, something dismantled the, the uh, lens, the flash, and threw the batteries out of it in, all in one shot and cut her thumb open. My God! <laughs> and you, know the, you know the lenses, they're bayonet lenses. It takes two hands alone just to pull that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, this all happened in one go? Yeah, in one splash. Boom, the camera just went flying all different wow. directions. Wow! <laughs> that, that's actually happened to me as well. Not the same thing, but I've had really? a camera knocked out of my hand as well. 
Uh, the, the, most people don't think that the Spurs can do much, but they can do quite a bit. The thing I'm is, they, they may not be able to muster up light energy a lot of times to manifest, but they can certainly make stuff move. Yeah, yeah. The wind, do you think I mean, they're partly using the energy from us to do it? Please? Do you think they're using the energy actually from us, you know, to do it, or drawing the energy from the room or something like that? Probably from everything they possibly can. Yes. You yeah. know, like like us, uh, like that's why batteries might go dead. Um, yeah. The air gets cold, uh, you know, and if there is a lot of stored energy in an area, you, and you never know. Again, you got the underground streams, quartz crystals, rock foundations. There's a lot of basements in New England, too, so you got houses that dug into bedrock. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, so energy is everywhere. I mean, I, I funnily enough, I've not, never had anything. I was just about to say to you both, I've actually never had anything like that happen to me, you know, anything sort of taken out of my hand or, or thrown. But I actually, you're going to love this, Ron, I actually had a crucifix pulled from my neck. Oh, Ooh. was that almost started? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, live. Um, well, knowing you, Richard, it was probably the good Lord saying, what the hell are you wearing this for? <laughs> you, well, <laughs> you never know. You never know. But no, I actually think there was, it, was in a, it was in a property where there were two um, oh, Benedictine monks that, uh-huh. that had been doing naughty things, as many of them did in those days. Um, and I don't know, it was near the end of the program. And... Um, I got this searing pain in, on my neck, uh, and I, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was Carl Beatty um, that had actually was, he had been standing at the back of me, and I thought he was, it was near the end of the show, and he was fooling, because he does, he does fool about every now and then, and I thought he'd grabbed hold of it and pulled it, but he hadn't, it was, uh, he was the other end of the room. Oh, and if wow. you, if you could see that the, the, we've got photographs of the, uh, it was, it was on a leather, uh, like a leather, um, piece of string, rope, whatever you call it, and you were, I had sear big marks on my neck where it had pulled it from the back of me, and wow. it bothered me a lot, really didn't like it. Hmm. So, things do happen to me as well, but... Uh, All right, I, well, we're hoping that a lot of things are going to happen to you over the U.S. I mean, not enough, maybe just to mean you're a little bit, uh, sort of make you a believer, but... I, I am a Ron. Ron, I am a believer. I don't. I don't want to lose my co-host. You know. So uh, you know. If, no. Don't, no I don't want to die from it. I don't want to die from it. They rough you up a little bit. That's okay. That's fine Whatever by me. Do, do not take him to the three scariest places ever. Go oh, on, man. Okay. Here we go. Come on. Tell us. Tell us. We want to know. The Department of Motor Vehicles. The three scariest places. The Department of Motor Vehicles. True. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, there was a joke around certain states, <laughs> the DMVs, <laughs> about how they uh, backed up and stuff. No, uh, there are there are some really scary places you'll enjoy coming here to see, and uh, things happen a lot. What are they? Tell well, me. The one that we always have something happen in is called the Tavern on Main in Chapachet, Rhode Island. Right. This place is so active. I mean, customers go there just to experience. They don't even care to eat. They just go there to experience a haunting. (laughs) But the food is great. (laughs) (laughs) um, Actually, Tom, uh, when we were on uh, Spooky South Coast last Saturday, uh, they were talking about this place. I I thought it was in your neck of the woods uh, that has a a cubby hole where they used to hide the uh, redcoats from the uh, the 
the Colonial? Oh, yeah. Do, do you know that place that they're talking about? Was it? Um, it's not the Martin House, is it? It could very well be, uh, because they were talking, uh, they were asking me if I could bring Richard down there and we could lock him up in one of those rooms. And leave him. Oh, there's a few places like that around here. Uh, there's one in Smith's Castle down in, uh, down in North Kingston near Devil's Foot Rock. And there's, um, there's a few places like that. That would be a big one right there. Mmm, sounds yeah, interesting. They had these old tunnels and stuff where, you, you know, and where they escaped from Indians, but they would also hide later. They would hide uh, people down there. Wow. Well, you know, Tom, hopefully you and Eileen can enjoy, uh, join us on one of our expeditions that we got going out here. Hey, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. And, oh, speaking about people, I, mean, I know we're running out of time with this, and uh, once again, if anybody wants to go to any of the regular events we have, uh, they can uh, sign up on uh, the uh, Any Ghost Project page, which is anyghostproject.com, any, like New England, ghostproject.com. Uh, but you know what's kind of cool is, is Tom and I uh, got these little cameras, a bit of our camera, and they're like 60 bucks, but they have IR, which is kind of cool. All right. Uh, Tom, still there? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, they're, they're great. They're like, um, what we do is when we do visuals, you can just put them anywhere. You can, like, actually nook them into a little corner or, or stick them in a small place, you know, like when uh, like, like when the door is supposed to open, you can actually focus it on the latch and do a visual. They're really cool. And you can stick them back in your pocket as you move around places. That's pretty good. And they're, what, only $60? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 60 bucks, yeah. Wow. About 30 and pounds, as we say in the UK. 30 pounds, absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize how bad the, 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 the pound was to the dollar. All right, Tom, uh, we're running out of time. We're going to have to say goodbye to you. We want to thank you so much for uh, going on, and hopefully you can hitch up with us uh, sometime uh, while Richard is here. Yeah, thank you. It was an honor being on. And, uh, yeah, definitely give me a call, and we'll definitely go out. All right, Love Tom. to. Love to meet you, Tom. Really would. Same here. And your wife. Definitely. Cheers. Have a Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Talk to you soon. Well, I say, he, he's good. He's got some good stuff. we got a lot of good people here. This is why I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, I, we, are, we are the capital of paranormal investigators. Yeah, this is this is getting good. I mean, I'm really joking apart. I would love to be, you know, you. I, I want to be used, as, as you know, as trigger object. I, although I'm frightened of ghosts, that's, that's all part of the... The fun, if you like. I mean, it's it's real. But yeah, I'm more than happy to for you. You find me some scary places, and I'll go in and I'll I'll do me damnedest to see what happens. Um, that's what it's all about. It really is, Ron. It, it's it's gosh, you know, it's 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 a, less than a week, and I'll be there. Really excited. Simply amazing, and uh, it should be a great time. Once again, if anybody wants to sign up for the events, they're on our website, anyghostproject.com. That's any like New England ghostproject.com. Well, Richard, that's another uh, another one under the belt. Yep, and uh, next next week we will be broadcasting live. Live, actually wow. face to face. Yeah, can't wait. Really looking forward to meeting you, Ron, and Maureen, of course, yeah. and, and anybody else that's out there. That, you know, c- c- come and join us because we're going to have a great fortnight. We really are. Okay, From so it's time to say good night. God bless. Talk to you. Bye bye.